deserve to treat yourself. So turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also make you feel totally in control? Enter Conair Girlbomb. They're like your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results. Made just for us. From the ultimate Girlbomb grip to the professional-grade blades, say goodbye to settling for less. With Conair Girlbomb, you get the precision and power that used to only be exclusive to men's tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girlbomb. Available at Walgreens. Are you ready to move your career forward? Make your comeback with Purdue Global and get college credit for your work, school, life, or military experiences. With these credits, you may have already completed up to 75% of your undergraduate degree. You've worked hard to get where you are. It's time to get the recognition you deserve and earn a degree you'll be proud of, one that employers will trust and respect. When you take the next step in your life and career, make it count with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscore team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscore.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Ooh, 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 Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to the Nikki Glazer podcast, whether you're a, you know, a regular and you've been listening a while or you're brand new to the show, welcome. It's Tuesday. That means uh, second show of the week, two more to go. We're here every day, folks. I'm in Los Angeles, as you know, here for a few more days with uh, my co-host Andrew, who will join us shortly Uh, My producer, Noah, who is usually joined from Arizona, is actually staying at this Airbnb that I rented for me and my friends. So she is with me here live in the flesh. Hi, Noah. Hey, Nikki. It's been great living with you. Oh, my God. I love it. uh, Huge house. This, This is like a TikTok house, but TikTok is... We're all much older, so TikTok is what we hear um, when we look in the mirror. TikTok. Time's running out. Better get the gettins while the gettins good. Um, 
it was really nice to have you here last night for uh, a little viewing party we had for the MTV Movie Awards, Movie and TV Awards Unscripted, longest uh, title ever uh, for an award show that aired on MTV. I hope you all watched it, or at least I hope you go back and watch my monologue. Um, and like, a, I'm going to put up a couple clips on my um, Instagram uh, today, hopefully, of uh, the funniest parts, in my opinion, of the show. It was really fun to watch with you guys. You were here, Noah, Andrew, uh, my friend Sarah Lena came over, Micah Fox, who wrote on the show for me, was also here. She's staying at this house with us. Um, you know, it was a fun little get-together. And yeah, it, it, it turned out great. I loved it, and I was proud of it, and I have no complaints. And they cut some stuff out that was, you know, some funny, some really funny stuff, I thought, but they had to for time. And now I get to put those things in my act that you can come see this uh, summer when I'm and all through the year when I'm live on tour uh, starting in July. DickieGlazer.com slash tour for tickets. Um, and then I woke up this morning to a lot of uh, headlines on the Daily Mail, which I usually check every single night when I'm going to bed. I kind of go, I do Reddit, I do Instagram, I do uh, Daily Mail as I'm falling asleep but I didn't look at Daily Mail last night because I didn't want to see something that might upset me of like they might have misunderstood a joke and talking about me or um, so uh, but I woke up this morning and, and you were like did you see you're on the Daily Mail that's my no impression <laughs> I texted Andrew right away because he's also on the Daily Mail by default. Oh, he is. Oh, because there's a picture of me stress eating that Sarah Lena took a video last night of me watching the awards. And it's like the most dressed up version of me. And then she pans across the room and I'm just like walking away from the TV being like, I get it. I was there. And I'm just like stuffing a rice cake with cream cheese down my throat. And uh, and then they they screenshotted that picture from my story of me stress eating and then put it on the Daily Mail article, which thanks for that to whoever did that. I mean, actually, that's the kind of content I would look for at the Daily Mail is like, you know, the insider track. Um, so you were on it, too, though. It was just like the the back, like three, uh, three fourths of my head or something. Like cool. That. So that's you, cool. You made, made it. it. <laughs> <laughs> my hair made it. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, it's wild uh, being on these things and um, being at this point in my career where people um, I was just talking to, who was I talking to about this? About like when you, oh, I was talking to uh, the, I did the podcast Last Culturistas that's going to be out tomorrow, Wednesday. Such a good podcast. Such a good conversation. So funny, those two, Bo and Yang and Matt Rogers. Um, also on iHeartRadio podcasts um, in the big money players, uh, you know, Slate, which is Will Ferrell's production company, as is this podcast. Yeah, you're listening to a podcast approved by Will Ferrell himself. But I did their podcast yesterday and we were talking about just like as you get a little bit more famous or whatever, like I've had a good year and maybe people are like, shut up, Nikki. We don't want to hear about how famous you are. But it's just the facts. Like I just, something has happened recently. And it's things like these, like you make it to the next level and you start like seeing your face more places and you start getting recognized more in public, which is always the dream for me was like, being an actual celebrity, not one that felt like I was a fraud. And I could have brushed it off before as like, yeah, I've had TV shows and I'm, you know, roast and all these things. But most people don't know who I am. I found I found some way to like sneak into the business. But now it feels like um, 
it, it feels like a next level thing. And then seeing my face on the Daily Mail, which is something I consume, it actually makes it so I can't enjoy that stuff anymore because I might be in it. And that's what I was talking to Matt and Bowen about yesterday. We were talking about Taylor Swift and how I made the realization because I was initially annoyed that Taylor got so upset with that Ginny and Georgia show. If you remember back a few months ago, Netflix made a joke. There was some show, Ginny and Georgia, where the mother made a joke to the daughter of like, you date so many boys, you're like Taylor Swift, you know, and just was like a disparaging. It wasn't that bad of a joke, but Taylor really didn't like it and, and wrote a tweet of like how it was misogynistic. Misogynist or misogynistic? I think misogynist. Misogynist. Okay. It was misogynist and um, just like uh, just pushing this narrative about her that is just, you know, like it was slut shamey or whatever it was. And I was just kind of like, God, Taylor, like, be cool. Like, it was just a little joke or whatever. That was my initial reaction. And then last night, as I was doing this podcast, I realized what happened. I bet you anything, Taylor was actually enjoying the show Ginny and Georgia and was watching it as an escape from, you know, like, it made her feel normal. It's like she's watching a show. Like, we all watch shows to just, like, yeah, to be entertained and to not be self-obsessed and to get out of our own heads. And then she's watching the show. She's loving it. And then she gets to the scene and this character she loves tells this other character she loves, don't be like Taylor Swift. And it's suddenly like, like she's now in this show that she loved. And it must have really hurt her feelings because that's what happens when, you know, I didn't watch go to the Daily Mail last night, even though that's like a bedtime ritual for me to see what the celebrities are up to, because I might be talked about poorly in it. Not because I might, they might say something nice about me, which they did. They were like, Nick... Nikki Glaser puts on a leggy display, even though they usually call people's legs pins, which I'm very, if anyone from the Daily Mail is listening, the fact that you didn't refer to my legs as pins makes me feel, um, uh, you know, like you, that I don't have good enough legs because they're always like, Prances flaunts her, uh, you know, her long pins, but um, they called, they said it was a leggy display, which was nice. They put nice pictures of me. But I was scared. I was anticipating that it was going to be bad. So I didn't I didn't get to enjoy my thing last night because I might be a part of it. So that's what made me realize that Taylor had every right to be mad at that that innocent joke that was made that I thought she was overreacting about. But imagine you're watching your favorite show and then they make a joke at your expense. That would hurt. And I'm not saying celebrities, their lives are so hard, but it's just a thing. And um, yeah, I'm just I'm rounding out my days here in L.A., um, I thought I might like go on some dates or something that doesn't seem to be happening. Um, I've hang, hung out with very uh, cute boys, guy, a couple guys I have crushes on. Um, it's been it's been fun, but I'm I'm going to dinner tonight with a friend that it might be a vibe there, but I'm not really sure. But we'll see. Either way, I'm going to have a great time. Um, and what else is going on? I might get a foot massage later today. Today I have the rest of the day off after this. I just did uh, E! Nightly Pop, uh, which I'll be on the E! Network tonight if you want to watch that. I really, really s talked a lot on there. I talked about the Snooki incident where Snooki heckled me, and I cleared that up. Snooki apologized to me for heckling me. It did not air on the show, but it did, um, it did happen, and I was terrified of her, and I asked... <laughs> you'll. I, I literally didn't want to do after Snooki heckled me. I was so upset about it because I just felt out of control and like she might do it again or she might just, and I, if she does it again, I might say something really mean that might make her and Jay wow, like 
come at me. So I asked to be placed on the other side of the the venue for the rest of my hosting for the rest of the night. Like I made them change the show because I'm supposed to host from the middle and I go, no, I'm doing it from the side. I knew they could because in rehearsal we were debating which side and I go, let's do the rest from that side. And so I literally had them change the show so I didn't have to be next to Snooki the rest of the show. But then Snooki wrote to me the next day to apologize. She DM'd me. Then a friend of hers reached out to Andrew and said, I'm with Snooki. Can um, we call Nikki? I called the number that Andrew sent me. Snooki picked up and was so sweet and so apologetic. And just like, you know, when you get really, she's like, I drank so much vodka. I'm never going to drink again. I didn't even remember what I said. She was blacked out. I related so hard because she was blackout drunk and she misunderstood a joke I was making. She thought I was saying, I'm surprised she's alive because she thought I was saying she was old. And that's why she goes, you're the same age as me. That was her heckle. But I was really saying I'm surprised she's alive because she makes bad decisions like heckling the host of a show that she's being honored on. Um, That was my point. But it wasn't a clear joke. It was a joke I added too late. And that was what I learned was like, don't try to add in a joke that Andrew whispers to you on the red carpet, which he didn't even add. He wasn't like, do this joke. He was just, just, we were looking at the Jersey Shore on the red carpet as we were waiting to take pictures. And Andrew just goes, God, I'm surprised they're all still alive. And I go, that's really funny. I'm going to say that. And then I said it. And of course, it's the one joke that makes Snooki go, you're the same age as us. And I was just like, no, Snooki, no. But honestly, I told Snooki this. And that's why I tell everyone that when something really bad happens in your life and you go, oh my God, like I was so upset after she heckled me. It threw me. It made me like in this bad, angry space of like, how dare she heckle me? How dare the producers of the show not protect me from that happening? And I was just like, I'm baby Nikki mad, upset backstage, like stomping around in my knee high boots where it looked fantastic. And then I go, and then I was over it by the end of it. By the end of the show, I like, you know, I'd switched positions and I had like gotten over it. And then when she, I guess, but I even told myself then because this happens, something good will happen. And what, what good came of it was that Snooki reached out to me and I learned that this person that I dismissed as like just a drunken mess who didn't care about me and like didn't understand comedy actually did something that most people who don't drink or aren't someone who you've seen fall into bushes on TV and like who you have all these preconceived notions about. She calls me, reaches out to me to apologize and has, it's an apology that doesn't include, but it's because you said this. It was like, there's no, that was not okay that I did that. You were doing your job. That is your job to make fun of us. And I was a mess. I'm so embarrassed. And I go, Snooki, We are better off because this happened. I like you more because you heckled me than if you hadn't. So if that's any lesson to you of anything today that goes wrong in your life, please try to see how like in the end, you might not be able to see it now. There will be something that happens because this terrible thing happened that wouldn't have happened if it didn't happen that you will be grateful for. Maybe you wouldn't like it over the other thing happening that you wished would have happened, but it's still something good. You'll be able to find something good of it. And my good is that Snooki is a class fucking act. More so than most people who, you know, don't drink a lot or, you know, just say ridiculous things. Like, we all look at Snooki like a hot mess, but she's not. Her apology was so sincere and so much better than most apologies I am owed to uh, that I, that I've received in my life that are laced with this, like, but it was because of this. And I'm sorry, but, like... Just say your sorries without butts. Let's get to Andrew. Andrew, come on in here. 
imagine upgrading your wardrobe with luxury essentials at unbeatable prices. Seriously, like think about your wardrobe and how hell it is. I know I think about mine and I'm just like, ugh, I don't even want to wear anything in it. I need some new things to spice it up. That is exactly what I did when I went to Quince. I heard about Quince initially from my assistant who has impeccable style. She had an amazing sweater and I said, where did you get that? And she was like, it's cashmere. I was like, ooh la la. They do 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters. I own two myself. And then they also have washable silk tops and timeless 14 karat gold jewelry. I actually have an ear cuff that I got. They have such cute jewelry. The best part is that all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They cut out the middleman. They work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. All you have to do is go to their website and look for yourself. It's quality stuff. Indulge in affordable luxury. Go to Quince.com slash Nikki for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Quince, Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Nikki to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash Nikki. As we celebrate International Women's Day and all the strides we've made, let's also take a moment to reflect on something important, the future of our self-care. You see, for too long, we've compromised on things that matter most, us, but not anymore. New Conair Girl Bomb is helping us embrace a new era of self-care and self-love. Girl Bomb represents a groundbreaking line of hair removal tools specifically designed for women. From the smoothest shave to the most precise trim, Conair Girl Bomb is all about making you feel empowered, confident, and unapologetically you. Whether it's creating a hype playlist, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time, self care is so important. With Conair Girl Bomb's Ultimate Girl Bomb Grip and professional grade blades, we're reclaiming our self care journey with precision and power, the kind we used to only get from men's tools. So head to Walgreens today and treat yourself to a little Conair Girl Bomb magic. Because when you look good, you feel good. And there's nothing more empowering than that. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a brand new Samsung A14 on them. Straight Talk Unlimited plans start at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Who wouldn't want a few extra bucks in their pocket? Straight Talk is a great everyday value on wireless. Plus, it all runs on the most reliable 5G network in America. So treat yourself to Straight Talk today. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store.
Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. Straight Talk utilizes the network with the most first place rankings and root metrics 1H 2023 5G reliability assessments of 125 metros. Results may vary. Not an endorsement. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joy of having your finances in order. And that makes us Facet for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit Facet.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by Facet. Facet Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current Facet members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Hey, Andrew. Hello, Nikki. How are you? Welcome downstairs from our house. How'd you sleep last night? Well, How have you been sleeping lately? I look. A lot. You had a real passive aggressive remarks to me over that, the last two days about the time I've been going to bed. Well, so sleepy, let's just get into Andrew. it. Oh no, I'm not even passive. You're a sleepy bitch. I haven't been. And feeling I know well. I, res- I resent you because I schedule too many things, and then I look at you having like rest, and I'm like, Andrew doesn't work hard, but that's not true. You do work hard. You just like, you know, value rest, which I don't. And so when I work all day and I come home and you go to bed early and I want to like hang out with you, I get pissed off because I'm like, I have you around so you'll hang out with me and you go to bed and you lay in bed and it just like makes me mad. But here's the thing. But I'm not right. I'm sorry. You don't focus on how much we do hang out. You focus on the time we're not together when I'm apparently sleeping. Yesterday, we hung out until 10 o'clock at night. We watched the MTV Awards. We watched the thing. Whatever. I hung out with you at lunch. And then mm-hmm. if I go to bed at 10, 15, it's well, like, last, how could you go to bed so early? Well, last night I went to bed early, too. But like in past <laughs> nights, go. I've let's worked... go through the nights because I think I was with you more than you think. OK, let's go through. OK. OK. Uh, there was. Um, OK. Well, yesterday <laughs> I did or two days ago, I did to tell the truth for 13 hours. I was on set in which I didn't see you. And I think you did a podcast and slept all day. And laid in your bed for hours for the day. Okay. And you probably, well, I woke up at but like 7 a.m. But that's not going up. to bed early. But then that night I got home and you did not hang out. What was that night? Sunday night. What did we do? Huh? You went bowling and then you came. Oh, oh yeah. so oh, yeah. I was up late. Oh, okay. So you came home and then I went to bed because you didn't get, okay, did the I night ask before. You, did I ask you to go bowling with us? Yes. Did, okay. Just yes. Just wanted to know. And what okay. time did I go to bed then? Did I go to bed after you then that night? Yes. Okay. So I stayed up later. I was still awake when you got home. I, I would have talked to you. I know you would have. Okay, so let's let's. <laughs> Man, this, I'm really right. I'm really a horrible person here. Um, what else? The day before Saturday. Was that? That's when you. There was one <laughs> night where I was just like, "Why is he going to bed?" This is the one night I went to bed. I have went you to, not been feeling well? I haven't. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know that. But um, you even said something yesterday. You go, "Why am I so tired?" So I'm wondering what's going on. I don't. I, I finally feel more clear-headed today. Mm. You know when you're sick, but you're not sick, but you you're sneezing, but you don't have a flu. So it's probably the vaccine. But uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> you but like the vaccine so long ago. I know. I'm kidding. But but you know when you're like you're you're run down, but you're not sick, so you can't complain because you're not sick enough to complain. But you are feeling shitty enough where you're cloudy in your head and you're not feeling. I would allow you to say I feel sick if I if I don't see you symptomatic. The only night I went to bed and I, and I agree with this is the night of the VMAs. Yeah. Or whatever. Whatever I hosted that yeah. long <laughs> fucking name. I went. There were like fifteen or ten people here. 
I stayed up till 1130. I felt like, okay, I was very tired. I don't know why. I thought I, you know, gave it my all. And I went to bed. That was the one night where I probably could have stayed up a little. That's true. I don't mean to give you shit. I just love your company. And I always want it so that I have people around and and that night. And the thing is, I want to have like boys and people over, but I'm uncomfortable having just them over without like a friend there to like support it. So sometimes I want you to like hang out so that I'm not alone with boys. (laughs) you're like my I just it's not because I'm scared of them it's just like it makes it less like they'll try to kiss me or something I agree so I am scared and you do have other friends that have been staying at the house yes that's true I'm not the only one here you aren't the only one there and then also the only night that I've like kind of did my own thing was the night of bowling since I've been here so yeah so I've been pretty much by your side except for don't tell me the truth or whatever don't tell me the truth. <laughs> to tell the truth. The only, um, also, you left me at a show the other night. I didn't even mean to. Where did you go? I, the thing is, I am not even a text. Set, not I'm, even a text. But I didn't know that you were even there still. I was just like, Carlisle, call an Uber while I'm on stage because we're late. So she called an Uber it's, and then I walk into it and you're gone. Like, I'm did, just busting your butt. But I, really I did was, leave you. Yeah, I didn't even get it. I was waiting in line for the bathroom. Oh. And uh, yeah, I never even got a text. Well, and then I had, to, and then Rami. You convinced him to go to the improv. Yes, to fill in for <laughs> me because drove. I was running late. Yeah, he drove, so he left me too. Man, and so and I paid a fifty dollar Uber. Man. I got left, man. You got too. left. That's <laughs> it. that's Andrew's old bit. They they used to like abandon their friends at a. Uh, you left your friend at a strip club once that was way out, like three hours away from. <laughs> Where you guys were all staying, and you guys all left, and he eventually called you, and you guys all just go, "You got left." Is that it? And then he stayed there, he, and not only did he, he became stay general there, manager, he moved in with the owner who was a, a, a cokehead, and he got completely addicted to cocaine, and like all because kind of, of your prank, yeah, and kind of ruined his life. But he's back. He was a firefighter for a little while. Um, let's talk about these stuffed animals that we've been teasing on our socials, Nikki Glazer Pod on Instagram. It is a private account, so you'll have to ask for access. We have uh, new mascots for the show. Uh, we went to this really expensive, uh, cool store, Fred Siegel in LA. You might recognize that name from Clueless when Cher is going to get her driver's license and she's screaming that she can't find her silk top from Fred Siegel. <laughs> and I always heard that as a kid being like, Fred Siegel's like fancy. And so we went to the store and they everything's very expensive except the Juicy Couture jumpsuit I got for $99. That was like a fucking steal there. I think they like mislabeled it. Um, and then we also got these stuffed animals that were $45 each, which is way too much, but they are so soft. I think they, I, I thought they were definitely made from animals because they were so expensive. It's, uh, there are them, many, many animals. Yeah, I, you had to I, go ask. I go, is that real hair? And I go, it's $45. Like, like I was I said, a piece of shit. And I go, that must mean they're real because that's an insane amount for a six inch Stuffed animal llama. That's six inches to you? Well, well, yeah. <laughs> is that really six inches? No, like, I mean, what I was do you think that is, honestly, from toe to head? That's about nine. Yeah, that's probably it. Yeah. That's a, I mean, if that, that's a huge cock for you, right? Yeah, that would be amazing. Like this llama's amazing? body. Amazing? That the, wouldn't be too big for you? No, I would love that. <laughs> I mean, with, oh, with the fur, like a, with the fur included as the girth, <laughs> that's way too big. No, no, no. Okay. I mean, maybe for a different hole. I saw a really funny thing on TikTok yesterday that was like, I can't believe I've never thought of this joke. This is such a mean joke to make. When I heard it, I go, God damn it. She goes, I was hooking up with, it was some version of this. I didn't even see it. I just saw the end of it and I go, oh, I know this joke. She goes, um, I was hooking up with this guy 
And you know when you're looking up and he and he puts it in the wrong hole and he like snuck it in the wrong hole and it's like, dude, I don't want to get pregnant. So it's like uh, the right hole would have been anal. It's so yeah. funny. So um, anyway, we got these stuffed animals because we were looking at this whole shelf and there were all these animals and they were so cute. The cutest one was the hedgehog. And we were like, we got to get that. And I go, I want to get it for maybe my niece and nephew. And then Andrew was like, what if we had it as part of our set? Because we're building our set right now for our studio in St. Louis so we can have video for the podcast. And so Andrew was like, let's get one to represent each of us. Andrew picked the hedgehog. And then I was trying to get everyone on board with me being the rabbit who we were with. We were with some friends and I was like, aren't I the rabbit? Because Sherrod Small, when he would see me eat at the Comedy Cellar, he would see all my salads and he would go, Nikki, you eat like a runaway rabbit, which is like (laughs) one of my favorite things because it does look like a rabbit that just like, this is my first meal in a while. And so I was like, I'm a rabbit. And everyone was like, bitch, you're a llama. And... Here's the thing. I think you're in between a llama and a rabbit, but the llama I thought was a better stuffed animal. I think it's beautiful, but I am a llama and I want to embrace it. I, my um, brother-in-law often has a game where we like play what we, what animals you look like. And my sister's a horse. My brother-in-law's a koala and they both determined I was a camel. And I feel like a llama is very much like a camel. So it's close as we're going to get. And I really love llamas now. Dude, a llama is a, a high class camel. How good was, uh, the Emperor's New Groove, where there was a llama in it. Remember with David Spade's voice? Yeah, it was pretty good. So, so now we're the llama and the hedgehog. I love it. I think. I, love I think. It. I think. Uh, you know why I love it? Because I love those animal videos where it's like two different kind of animals that should never be together, like a duck and a lion. And I just feel like you would never see a hedgehog and a llama hanging out. They're platonic friends. They can't have sex. The hedgehog cannot physically reach the llama's vagina, even if it tried every day. To pretend like it wasn't into it. Is this you? Are you trying to to pretend every day that you're trying to reach my vagina? No. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Can we um, talk about... uh, Let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. People wonder why we don't um, have sex or we're not together. Have we ever addressed that on the show? I mean, have they heard us talk to each other? I mean, (laughs) the thing is, every time I share any kind of... um, I've been... I shared recently this hack that Andrew and I came up with. I think we've shared it on the show where we say rooster yes. as our safe word if we're in an argument. And I shared that the other day and someone goes, that's exactly what you learn in couples counseling. And I was like, yeah, like Andrew and I are, I think I'm, I, we're practicing like being married because it's like, we kind of talk to each other like a married couple. Do I just don't know I, if a married partner would be as cool as we are with each other. <laughs> like, yeah, that's oh. the thing. <laughs> It's it, it like, what do you mean as cool? Like, like if I don't know, like we you would have to probably be more loving to your partner than we are to each other. Yes, that definitely. <laughs> but we're a married couple that like isn't but we are loving, but it doesn't it doesn't I, I don't want to touch you. No. And like, oh, even if I touch you, go, you for a second, I touch you on the red carpet. I didn't try to embrace you. And I no. know. No, we hug sometimes when it's like necessary, but it do, I just don't need that from you. <laughs> no. And I don't. And it feels very awkward for me as well. Yeah. I don't know why that is because we, we, you know, I don't know. Do you hug your, do you hug your brother-in-law a lot? Like, no. Yeah. I mean, no. you're not really a touchy feely person. I'm not. People don't think I am, but in a relationship, I so am. I want it constantly. I want a, a 
There. But have you ever been like with your guy friends being able to cuddle with a No, because platonic? I don't want to send the wrong message. Like I understand that touch can like lead and I don't think that you're suddenly going to be like, oh my God, Nikki's into me. But like there are things you can't help sometimes. Like the one time, remember when you were like, who's this walking down the the, the <laughs> boardwalk and it was me and you like were attracted to me at first and then you were like, oh my God, like sometimes you can't. But uh, you were so far away. I couldn't touch you. I like, know, but like <laughs> I might touch you in a way that you like, it, it just for a second it feels good and then your mind's confused or you might touch me in a way that I'm like oh that like and then it just makes things not yeah, like hot. But even my oh. even my girlfriends sometimes like Kirsten and Sarah Lena like I'm really thinking I might be a little bit I, yesterday I was on Las Culturistas and I was talking about my feelings about Taylor Swift and they were talking about how a lot of uh, lesbians are into Taylor Swift it's like a, a thing that like and I was realizing like all my friends that I've made in, uh, as adults that are like secretly really into Taylor Swift or that I've sought out are actually like late in life lesbians or late in life bisexual women. And I'm like, I think that might be like, I'm definitely capable. I would be in a relationship with Taylor Swift and I truly well, would be in a loving, like I love her in a way that is. I do feel like Taylor has masculine energy. Like she's, yes. she's tall. She commands the stage. She commands in life. She like owns shit. Like, I don't know. She's very yeah. alpha. Although in, in a relationship with her, I would want to be the masculine one and like take care of her. <laughs> I know that sounds weird. But, but I just why is masculine taking care? I thought that would be feminine to like take care. And, no, like, feminine's like receiving. Masculine's like providing. So I would want to like if I would want to be the big spoon with Taylor Swift. Whoa. I wouldn't want her to be like, actually, that's kind of hot to me that she would be like. Uh, I don't know which way I want. I think I want it both ways. Fuck. Sometimes but I really I like, do. I like to be the little spoon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You like to be bossed around in bed, right? Yes. But I, I've been more. Uh, like, Dominant. Yeah. I've done a few moves where I have really like turned on whatever. Like and I just I don't know. Like, I, I almost said her name and I don't think she likes me saying her name mm -hmm. on here. I think I said her name before. I'm sorry about that. It's fine. But like I'll like fucking like just like grab manhandle. her and manhandle and like choke and like do all that and she's like oh and like she'll come and I was like I gotta do that more but then I feel like if it's not organic it just feels like I'm kind of uh so you do it out of like horniness yeah okay yeah, yeah that's feels, when it's the best yeah yeah you can't just manhandle I think because then it seems like you're just angry and you're getting your, <laughs> your no, but I was telling out. you this the other night like I specifically ask for what I want guys to say to me like all my things, I can't have a guy read my mind that I want him to tell me you can't come and then try to make me come. I literally go, okay, right now, I need you to say, Nikki, you can't, like, he's literally fingering me and I'm like, tell me I can't come. And he's like, what? I'm like, tell me I'm not allowed to come and then try to make me come. And then you have to tell me when I'm allowed to. But do you understand? And he's like, okay. And I go, so tell me, don't, don't say I can't come. And he's like, you can't come. And I'm like, like mean it. And he's like, don't you fucking come. And I'm like, okay, I, I can't, I please, please. And he's like, okay. And I'm like, no, don't let me yet. Like, I really got to beg. Like, I got to earn it. But doesn't that feel like you, you led him to the water too much? No, it doesn't matter because I'm still, so that time might be a little bit awkward, but the next time yes. he knows what I want. And it's, it's easier than having a conversation outside of, but like, I just need to ask for what I want and not be ashamed that that's what I'm into and some people go okay well what if the thing that you're asking for isn't what would turn that person on what if he doesn't like that kind of play and it's like well he should be he should know that it makes me horny and it's gonna make me have a good time so that should be reason enough for him to do it and that should turn him on exactly and it and and it will uh let's get to the news you heard it here first you heard it here first 
I always think of Veep whenever I hear this. It does feel like the Veep intro. I love it. First of all, I hope everyone's having a great time out there. And I swear to you, I want you to have all the swells. (laughs) (laughs) Um, This one, this story, I actually picked it because it was literally, I read it like right after you were like, oh, you're going to bed early. So and then I, I, all I do is say that sleep is so important, and then I fucking bully you for going to sleep. I am a difficult person. I'm not easy to be friends with, and I'm sorry, Andrew. Well, when me and Emil were like having like bro time, like older brother, younger brother, or dad, son, however sure. you want to look whatever at the you, age, yeah, you were like, you guys just like when we just go to the mall, we like float around the mall, we go to a store, we go to the store. Yeah, Emil is one of the most easygoing people on the planet. Is this, okay, and so, what, that's different than me being like, yeah. I need to go here and there, and then we're leaving. Yeah. Well, don't, don't even look at that rack. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. You yell at me. You ask for what kind of necklaces? What, oh that God, re- the Puka d- Day. We go to a we <laughs> go to Puka a, Day. You sound like it's like nine eleven. It was it like, was my nine eleven shopping with you. Going to a store and hearing, <laughs> look, going to the jewelry section, seeing that they had no Puka shell necklaces. A very limited jewelry section. That's clearly this is all the jewelry we have. And then when I'm checking out at the front of the store. And he's checking out with his shirt that he spent $80 on that was truly worth eight, not even 80 cents. And you buy. haven't worn it even once since because I've shamed you so sad, so bad. But that's that's okay. And also, it didn't you didn't get enough attention for it when you did wear it. So it was kind of a fail. But you got to the crest <laughs> register and she goes, can I help you find anything else? You know, like the normal thing that they ask. And he goes, do you guys have any puka shell? And I just go, Andrew, do you think they're carrying pukas in the back? It was just really <laughs> annoying to me. I go, you know, and she goes over to the rack. I go, you already looked at that. We looked at that for 10 minutes. There's no pukas like what do you think this is not like a, a cuban cigars that they keep in the humidor in the back like a secret code oh for they have pukas. a 1925 puka all right let's first story so uh, it's about sleep i'm guessing no here are phrases that make you sound passive aggressive in an email oh okay so passive aggression in an email can i guess some of them yeah they're actually like oh yeah, i know yeah, the, be- the number one is uh is regarding my last email or like follow, doing something like that, like uh, yes, it's something like that. Yeah, right. So per my last per email, my last email, it's literally the first one. Yes, it's a totally passive aggressive. It's like I know that you you didn't really you didn't read res- what I wrote. I'm following. Yeah, it's. I mean, so are you supposed to just say, "Hey, I um, I'm," I guess the alternative to being not passive would be, I. Hey, I'm desperate to get a response on this, and I know no one read this yet, so I'm sending it again. Like, just be very honest. I guess, yeah. You I like just that be better. Blunt. Uh, because people don't want to upset people, but everyone can read through it, right? Like, yeah. if you're the reader of passive it. Passive aggression is, and for, it leads to passive aggression. Like, you do it back, and then it just intensifies. Well, just people are honest. so afraid in the public. This is all about, like, all workspace stuff. People are so sc- scared at work. That's why no one takes chances. No one does anything risky. That's why the TV you watch is boring. It's because no one wants to get fired by saying, let's take a chance on green. This is just in show business. But TV is boring because... No one wants to go. I believe in this new show that I've that you know I know seems risky and outside the box. And if I go, I want this, and the show fails, I get canned. So why would you ever take that risk? They ha- that happens in uh, so whatever in my brief stint of working in uh, in uh, operations for my brother. Like yeah. so, you learn so the Toyota way is all about. So the factory, everyone, even the person, the lowest person to the janitor, can bring up like issues they see or like it's all open to questions like and there's no not one bad question and so no one feels shamed 
for bringing up something out of the box, you know, outside the box, no matter what. And it makes for a bet. That's why they're fucking great at what they do. Yeah. But a lot of the American waiter, like, don't you dare bring that up. Like, don't or tell me your good idea so I could then come and yes. say a good idea. Like, fuck you. Everyone's afraid. So for future reference is another one. For future reference. I mean, saying that in any way. Like, <laughs> hey, um, I, that's like, I'm not mad, but I am. And next yeah, time fu- if you do this, yeah. <laughs> you've been warned. Oh, future reference. Get that out of your... You're so important. You're so important. Same for. I've fu- definitely oh. written for future reference. I should Google <laughs> these things within my Gmail to see how many times I've done these things. Bumping this per. up to the top of your inbox. Yes. Oh. Is that another one? Yeah, yeah, Bumping yeah. this up. Yeah. I actually... I, I To anyone who works for me listening, I enjoy a bump because things really do get lost. So Noah, don't ever... Don't ever hesitate to bump something. I always go but ump, so it's like funny. it's fun. Yeah, but that's yeah. passive. That's even more passive. It passive. is no. I think I think uh, <laughs> making it funny makes it. Yeah, it's a little bit more passive. But <laughs> so, it, it has. But an exclamation mark too always adds a fun like ah. But why do we have to like eh, these because things? Because people are so sensitive and yeah. can't handle the as per your. As, As per, per my uh, last email. You go to sleep early and yeah. I, I get angry and I go to my room and take an angry shit. Okay. <laughs> just to be, all right, here's another one. Just God, to be, I, how many times do <laughs> you just swallow your anger to, towards me about things? I really like Should the other I make night, a wall? Should I count them? I really, yeah, like like you're in prison, <laughs> like counting the days. I'm carving my arm. You're right. Yeah. Like uh, <laughs> the other night when you really let like defended yourself and got mad at me and yelled at me, I was proud of you. You can always do that. I'm serious. I know, but I'm not going to do it just like because you said I go to bed or it's, I'm going to pick my spot. Yeah, you can just go, uh, I caught that. You're a bitch. <laughs> Honestly, you could say that and I'd be like, oh, really? And then we'd get into it and it'd be fun. Here's the thing. I can feel when you're upset about something underneath it with me. Yeah. And it's just like, why? Like, I don't. I so should just say, say that. I know. I will. Say rooster. I will. I'll say. Say llama. <laughs> say Hedgehog. Camel. <laughs> Limousine camel. <laughs> oh, that's no. a that's a llama. That's not my joke. Okay, just to be sure we're on the same page. Oh, just to be sure we're on the same another passive aggressive thing. Okay, going let's forward look. is the last one. Going forward, we <sighs> should really do it this way. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So going forward, let's get to the next story. <laughs> <laughs> going forward, can why we did zip he through make us so angry? This is why we don't work office. This is why we can never have because it's another. all fake. It's all bullshit. Every people wearing suits in offices like. I love that scene in Succession. It was in the first episode where uh, Kieran Culkin goes to work and shows up at his like dad's office or brother's office, and everyone's so in suits. And then he's walking out and he goes, "Ooh, ooh, a suit!" (laughs) And he just makes fun of all of them. And it's just like it just mocks the pageantry and the just the theatrics of of business. Why do people with dealing with a lot of money have to wear suits. It's uh, so stupid. But him being the son of the owner allows him to do this. So he's a fucking piece of shit too. They're both pieces of shit. At least he's calling it out. And it's just like... But he's allowed to call it out because he has $200 million like in his trust fund. Like that women have to wear like pencil skirts and high heels to be like a receptionist somewhere. It's just bullshit. It's so <laughs> stupid. Neighbors leave... Uh, next story. Hey, Evan Swells. Okay. Neighbors leave us note for a woman who has loud orgasms to close her window. Listen to the message. This is great. To the woman who has the extremely loud orgasms, Oof. comma, Wilfs, we are very happy for you. Could you please close your window and maybe consider your neighbor? Passive aggressive. <laughs> For future reference, can you close your goddamn mouth? Okay, everything in it was good until and maybe consider your neighbors. It's like that's the one where it's like you're being inconsiderate. 
And it's like, just say, hey, you're being inconsiderate right now. Close your window. Instead of being like, and maybe consider your neighbors. That's the part of the note that bothers me. And as someone who has really loud orgasms and has received complaints before when I didn't know it, she she might not know. Oh, yeah. You're in the moment. You don't know people how People always think that, that, you know, loud people having sex loudly that they know. But I, did, I never know. Well, here. I try to be quiet. I've never heard you. Yes. Thank God. But because do you I do it when you're alone? No, no. When I'm alone, it's like. So is it theatrical for your partner or are you actually doing it for you? No, they're just way. I try to keep them quiet, really quiet when I'm alone because it's just like. Embarrassing, kind of. Yeah, and I it's don't kind need of embarrassing to make, to make yourself scream. Yeah, I don't need to make like screams. But when I'm being oh, pounded. Your hand, Andrew. It's yeah. part of it. It's yeah. Yeah. It, it would be weird to be like, you feel your hand feels so good. Ah! Oh, I love when you finger my pussy, my hand. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. That's I, weird. Yeah. I don't make noises when I masturbate, but also I am aware of like, there's other people here and, but even if I'm alone, I don't think I do it. But when I'm with someone else, I think it is for them. A that's little what I'm bit, saying. But it's yeah. not, not, it's like, that makes sense. It's for them. They're there too. It's like part of the experience. And I love to just, that's what sex is so great. You can like make noises that you wouldn't normally make. And you just are feel like a wild animal. So I hate having to like Can keep I ask, that in Do check. women moan more from if they're having sex with a bigger guy and the moaning is actually from like just trying to take it in? Or is the moan more from the actual orgasm and the pleasure? It's for like, you know, when you get your foot massage and it's like, oh, it's that. It just like feels so good. But that's good. strong arm. But that's the strong. It's not about the size. It's just about oh. like it feels good no matter where they're hitting or like what. I mean, it could be size because that could feel good. But it's it's generally just it feels good. Noah, don't you agree? Yeah, it's about feeling good. But I just like I love how through the podcast, Andrew, like very sneakily asked these questions. About size. <laughs> Size is good. I know it's 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 constantly on his mind. It's passive penis. It's penis. It's, it's penis aggressive. Passive penis aggression. <laughs> questioning whether or not his is adequate. Yes, I mean you so made this girls llama, Is this dick big I enough? I mean, it's is constant. <laughs> it's. I don't know. I don't. Yeah, I guess you you. But you are confident in your penis size now. Yeah, I I can fuck good. I really do. I get really. But like, do you get moans? Huh? Do you get moans? I don't get as many moans as I think I. I, I th- you want? Sometimes I don't get moans because they say that there's someone else in the yeah, house. Yeah, it's me. And they lie, which makes me feel nice. You know what's a hot moan is when they go and they take the pillow or they take their hand and they go, "I can't moan. I want to moan." But- yeah, no, I always put the pillow over my face. For sure, when I like really gotta make some noise, and then I like scream. That's I I do that a lot of times when there are people that could hear. Um, yeah, I was really re- loud with the last person I was with, and uh, couldn't help. It just feels good to just be like, actually, I I'm so horny, and I just feel so good. I don't care who hears. I Fuck don't yeah. care. Like that's there's something in my brain that shuts off of like I don't care about other people. That's I'm not a, considerate <laughs> of my neighbors. That's what a llama does. Ah, and spits. <laughs> A llama, yeah. Have you ever? Llamas have those tongues when they chew, right? That they have that mm, mm, that wet mouth. Yeah, that's maybe you're the llama, and you're the hedgehog. No, 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 llama. Next story. <laughs> All right, this is a why do I care? Why do I care? All right, Nikki, you were did the MTV and TV awards unscripted last night. Oh, so I'm in the headlines today. Yeah, in the celebrity headlines. Yeah. Ooh, celeb time. Nikki Glazer jokes about Chriselle Staus and Gleb 
Ugh. A, f- a fair rumor. You want to try Glove's last name? Savchenko. Savchenko. A fair rumor is that she hosts the MTV Movie and TV Awards. She literally said, I think you guys banged. You read that so wrong, but okay. So it was rumored that Gleb and Chriselle, you said it, you'll you'll see if you listen back. You It said as you just, so I made a joke about Gleb and Chriselle <laughs> banging on my awards and it got picked up. Yeah. So it was rumored that my old dance partner, Gleb, and his partner from this past season on season 29, I believe, uh, or maybe 30. Uh, I was on 27 with him. He and Chriselle from Selling Sunset possibly hooked up, and which led maybe to his marriage falling apart. Da, 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 da. And then she ended up dating Keo, another guy from Dancing with the Stars. So then it was like, wait, did they? Did her and Gleb hook up? And um, regardless, it was a great joke because I got to say to her, like, oh, you and Gleb got further than me and Gleb did. I think you guys banged. And it's it's true. She probably did get further with him because I didn't. He was married when I was on the show with him. I almost wanted to add the tag. I think you guys banged and I was going to go, but I might have a shot now since what you did ruined his marriage. Cause I couldn't touch him. I was going to say like, I couldn't do anything when you were, when I was his partner, I was like, I couldn't get as far uh, with Gleb as you did because when I was with him, he was married, but now he's not anymore because of what you did with him when you were on the show. Uh, also, and, you could be like, yeah, the only reason Gleb didn't fuck me is because he was married. I know. I know. And then winked at a camera. I know. well, I, I do think that's probably no 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 that's I don't think we're we're good friends and I don't think that vibe is there even though he would get turned on during practice when I would do a Paris Hilton so you voice. could feel throbbing when you were dancing with him no 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 oh I oh. sometimes during there was he would just look he just How did viewed his me cock as like feel? a comedian did it feel big like what's a big cock to dance with I have no idea what his penis felt like I did make a joke that he was hard on me during yeah. rehearsal and I said you know boners are natural but he was no I never saw felt his penis. Ever. Really? No. That's weird to me. Why would I feel as? Because when you grind, you grind it a lot. But it wasn't like it would be soft. I my thighs or my like top of my thighs don't have that much feeling or something to to sense the girth of someone. I don't know. I don't want to talk about Gleb's penis. I don't either. I have a separate podcast for that. <laughs> it's behind the paywall. <laughs> yeah, to go to my Patreon. <laughs> um, just- <laughs> no, I uh, I don't know what. But anyway, um, uh, Chrishell was like really took it really well and I met her on the red carpet before and I was like hey I'm gonna make jokes about you I hope you don't mind and so she was so nice backstage after I saw her after I made the joke I was like Snooki got mad and heckled me you were the one that had a right to I was like that she was like oh it's fine and Gleb was cool about it too and loved it and um, I even heard from Gleb's wife on Instagram today and she was like you killed it that was so funny and like wink wink and she was so sweet because I was friends with her when I did the show too she really helped me out and that's a story for another time but um yeah, uh, and then I think I, I had a couple more headlines, but yeah. Uh, why do I care? Because it's me. <laughs> <laughs> it's well, me. the other headline you kind of discussed apparently up top about why Snooki lashed out at MTV Movie and TV Awards host Nikki Glaser yeah. during the unscripted filming. Yes. That- and I, yeah, I addressed that tonight on E! Nightly Pop as well, but I, tra- I talked about it at the top of the show. And then there was another headline about me making fun of Ellen's reign of terror comes to an end because we did an in-memoriam section of things that ended or th- things we lost in reality TV. And it was a slideshow of just like concepts and different people who, Gianna Shu from Love is Blind, like different things. And it was Ellen's reign of terror. I didn't even realize that was one of the jokes. It was like the joke, my writers made it that joke and then now it's like seems like i like took a shot at ellen and so now i'm kind of scared it was interesting when i watched it live and before it didn't that joke didn't that even j- a joke didn't come even register. out i didn't me. even remember that joke. yeah and yeah 
So, but, you know, reign of terror. Yeah, all these headlines are Ellen DeGeneres mocked during In Memoriam segment of MTV Movie and TV Awards Unscripted. Ellen DeGeneres' reign of terror brutally mocked. Ellen DeGeneres' toxic work, workplace scandal mocked. Fox News. It's like, it's everywhere. How do you feel when, if there's a... So I know she'll see that. If there's a negative headline about you, do you feel like negative attention still attention? There's no... Yes. I, there's no such thing as bad press? Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't want that one, though. I don't... It's true. There isn't. Uh, such thing as bad press I'll take any of it but I but actually I won't take any of it I I do look at it like okay silver lining they're talking about you but I don't want Ellen to see that I did that because she'll remember that people go oh these celebrities don't remember things yes they do I talked about it on less culture yesterday that I made a statement because I had already apologized for what I said in the Miss Americana documentary about Taylor Swift but there's another incident that I had about where I insulted Taylor Swift before Miss Americana where I gave an interview about Dancing with the Stars and I said I am a bad dancer but I think that I can do this because I've seen Taylor Swift dance and she's not a good dancer and she still makes it look good but the truth is I hadn't seen Taylor Swift dance when I said that line and she's actually a really good dancer if you watch her delicate video and then I said yesterday that um and the thing is, a fan of mine went backstage at a Taylor Swift concert and met her and said something about me. And then they DM'd me and said, I brought you up to Taylor Swift. And she said, oh, is that that girl that says I'm a bad dancer? And so I know that Taylor Swift saw that. And it was just a thing I did. And like, so celebrities hear when you say the slightest thing. And I just want to say, Taylor, you are not a bad dancer. I'm a bad dancer. I watch Delicate all the time. And I'm like, holy shit, that girl can dance. You did the splits on a car in the rain. You were dancing on uh, the the... A hotel front desk. Like, if you watch the delicate video, Taylor Swift can fucking dance. And so I was, I misspoke when I said that, and it's haunted me forever. So it's really, I'm so glad to get out in front of that. Why too. do you think they they have like these memories, like an elephant? Do you think because they hear so much positive, it's like when we read a negative comment? Yeah, if someone and, said I was a bad dancer and that I would never forget that, I'd just be like, oh, that's the girl that said I was a bad dancer. Well, here's the thing. In a way, it's a it's a compliment to you because. If it's a if someone says something negative to you and and you have like no respect for them, it tends not to hit as hard as obviously someone that you th- want to respect yeah. you or that you I gotta respect. say though, even someone on Twitter being like, you, "We saw you." Someone tweeted at me. Some fucking troll tweeted at me with no picture and like he only says Trump things on his feed. He was like. You were the worst part of the show on Friday night. You didn't even want to be there because I made a joke. I was running late because I don't resp- like I don't care about the show. I like made a joke that like, sorry, you guys, I was running late tonight. It's a long story, but like, I just don't like care about the show. And it was a joke. And I think this idiot thought that was really what I was saying. And so he was like, you didn't even care about being there. And of course, you were the worst part. I'm like, fuck you. So, um, yeah, it, that, I remember that verbatim, even though he was an idiot. Let's get to Reddit dump. Guys, this is where I go through things that I've saved on Reddit to share with you interesting stuff that I found late at night on my Reddit searches. Okay, here's one that I really liked. Um, This is from the subreddit Today I Learned. The iconic photo of the sailor kissing a nurse in Times Square on VJ Day was actually VJ Day. Was this an MTV search for VJs? Just so happened to be the end of World War II. What was the tall guy's name? Jesse Camp. Yes, Jesse Camp won that. So um, that iconic qu- picture where he's in Times Square, the ner- he's kissing the girl, um, was actually a non-consensual kiss by a drunk sailor. The nurse was a dental assistant named Greta Friedman, who later said, it wasn't my choice to be kissed. The guy just came over and, and Chris kissed or grabbed. Um, she was a woman that said she had just so, like, I always think of that was like a, um, 
like they were a couple. Yeah. And you go, oh my God, how romantic. Someone commented on it. Some Redditor commented. My step-grandmother was New York in New York on the state. She said she was kissed a few times by sailors. It was chaotic. She described it to me as the closest time she was ever in a mob. Someone said, what's more is no one really knows who the sailor was. There's been some guys that have come forward throughout the years, but they've never been conclusively proven to have been the one. And then they said, then someone figured out the sailor. Just, it's just interesting. You see that and you're like so romantic, but it's a girl that was just grabbed and had a tongue from a drunken sailor shoved down her throat. It's like, oh God, that was like, and then someone said, anyone looking at her body language can see it as an assault. I felt sad that I grew up seeing this photo as iconic representing the end of the war and only in the past few years saw it for what it is, a woman being seized and kissed by a stranger in a crowd. Uh, I read an article with her and she was like, it wasn't a big deal. I don't care, oh. whatever. And so maybe she didn't care, but I It is know. interesting when when the actual person says, oh, it wasn't that big of a deal. And then everyone's like, no, it is a big deal. He took advantage of you. And she's like, yeah, but, you know, it wasn't not that bad of a kiss, blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? Like, but yeah, but context obviously is huge here. Like we all, like knowing the actual story, whether it's a good thing or a bad thing. Yes. She said, uh... She isn't sure how long she was standing there, maybe minutes. And then I was grabbed. That man, that man was very strong. I wasn't kissing him. He was kissing me. She said, obviously, to that day. Uh, oh, wait. What did she say later? But, oh, sorry. It was more of a jubilant act that he didn't have to go back. I found out later. He was so happy that he did not have to go back to the Pacific where they already had been through the war. I felt he was very strong. He was just holding me tight. And I'm not sure I about the kiss because, you know, it was just somebody really celebrating. But it wasn't a romantic event. It was just an event of thank God the war is over kind of thing because it was right in front of the sign. Um, we both left. We went on our way. And I found out later that he and his fiance, I think at the time, they were probably engaged already. They had come from Radio City Music Hall. They also heard that the war was over. So they just left the show. What the fuck? So he was cheating on his fiance <laughs> by grabbing this woman. I mean, the, the, just these things you learn. This is this kind of stuff on Reddit you learn where you're like, oh, wow, I didn't realize that. Let's get to the next one. Um, Wait, um, someone DM'd us on our Instagram uh, and asked, if you're new to Reddit, do you have any tips on how to get in and find Great all these subreddits? Great question. Okay, so I would just go to Reddit. I would pay attention to which ones I'm telling you to go to. I'll give you the ones to follow. Maybe so we could put a list. If on. you want to join Reddit, here are some um, subreddits that I recommend subscribing to. So just make an account, and they'll set you up where they'll start with a homepage. This really comes, comes with time. They'll suggest ones to you, but subreddits are places you can go where they're only posting about things you're interested in, and literally they have subreddit for anything um my favorite porn subreddit is forced orgasms that's what i'm into so if you're into that check that out but that's on my private subreddit where, where um i look at porn stuff so i like um <laughs> am i the asshole is a great one that's where people ask like hey this happened to me am i the asshole and people either say are the asshole a t a or n t a not the asshole and then they answer um i go to i like um a normal day in Russia. That's where crazy things are happening in Russia. And it's like, this is just normal Russia, but it's an insane video taking place in Russia, kind of like Florida videos. Um, another one is wherever you live, you can do an ask NYC or ask Los Angeles. It's just people in the area asking about things happening in town. There's also subreddits for every town that aren't asked. So subreddit r slash Los Angeles r slash, um, NYC, uh, Better every loop is great. Those are those are uh, things like gifs that run, and every time you watch it, it gets better and better. There's more details, and it really does. It'll get taken down if it's actually not better every loop. So those are really. Um, I follow bunions. I follow um, <laughs> cleaning tips. Uh, Conan. 
Conan being awesome. Uh, a, a crappy design is funny. Those are just like bad things that are poorly designed. Hilarious pictures. Uh, cringe pics. Those are different pictures of, of, you know, people making bad jokes or like just being like friend zoned. Um, decaf is a whole subreddit about getting off caffeine. That is enlightening to learn how addictive caffeine is because people on there talk about like they're getting off heroin, which it, getting off caffeine really is that hard. Female fashion advice. That's where women ask each other about fashion. Um, guitar lessons, girls, Myron. That's one of my favorite. Those are just when girls are looking at someone and admiring the guy. There's JLo admiring. It's called <laughs> M-R-I-N. It's called Myron. That's a little girl admiring that guy. Myron, uh, that girl's Myron him. It's just when a girl is looking <laughs> lovingly at a guy. Myron, uh, Myron, uh, Myron there. Like little girl, it can go. Oh, one of the best ones that's so disturbing, you guys, if you're into like weird things like me. I'm only in the G's, by the way. Girls, Myron was the last one. Hi, vegans is when I look at like people are just show what they're eating when they're high and they're vegans just making like disgusting slop another one is um oh last images that's the craziest one because that's Ooh. the last photo taken before someone dies it's a lot of times people sharing like a picture of uh, like an old woman's hands by the bed like this is the last picture of my grandma but it's a lot of stuff of like this was the moment right before the helicopter crashed into that man and it's like a blurry picture of him just like smiling it's fucking creepy um made me smile is good one that just <laughs> just sweet stories that make you smile made me cry is another one life hacks is great life pro tips murdered by words that's when someone like, like just decimates someone Let's get into final thought. I'll share a couple other ones. Uh, Sam Harris, science, uh, our sex. Sex is a great one. They talk a lot about sex stuff. Um, uh, let me just make sure. Too afraid to ask. That's when people ask questions that are like, I know this is like uh, maybe race Whoa. questions. Like I'm si let's, let's see an example of a too afraid to ask what someone said. This isn't one I saved, but is it weird to want a body pillow? That's what someone asked. Does anyone else get unreasonably agitated when someone else enters the kitchen when they're already in there? Is it okay to do a small amount of exercise each day if I want to start with exercise? That's not a good one. Um, so it just as like uh, awkward questions that you're scared to ask anyone. You can do it. Um, it it's just great. Um, and then ask Reddit is always one of my favorites where people ask questions and people answer it. Obviously, I follow Taylor Swift. Uh, today, I learned too afraid to ask. I said that true off my chest. That's where people and of course, warts. I'm always following warts. What the fuck? <laughs> WTF is great one. It's just disturbing videos. And sometimes they're, you know, you uh, have a nice balance of something that's going to make you upset and then make you happy. Yes. Um, <laughs> Okay, here's one that I found. You're like, guy dies, woman stares lovingly at man. Yeah, it's like really sweet <laughs> stuff and also disturbing stuff for sure. And then um, the one I wanted to share, the last thing I'll share is like, this was uh, in um, Made Me Smile. Okay, the subreddit. This was posted by no Noe Lanny Spell. Spell, yeah. Wombats are wholesome is the title. And then it's a tweet from uh, a person named Riff Raff, Richard AOB on Twitter and it says a lot of these are screenshots of tweets. It says apparently wombats in fire affected areas are not only allowing other animals to take shelter in their deep fire resistant burrows, but they are actively hurting fleeing animal animals into them. We're seeing more leadership and empathy from these guys than the entire federal government. Now this is in Australia. I'm guessing wombats how now everyone I want you to picture what you think a wombat is the size of a wombat right now in your head. Now answer to yourself. I'm going to give you a little time. Just think about it for a second. If your life was riding on it, how big do you think a wombat is if you're holding it in your <laughs> arms? All right. Now I want you to go to our Instagram story and look or just go to our Instagram. We'll post it as a main one. Can we post this picture of a wombat or maybe on our story? It'll be up somewhere. The pic A wombat is actually 
How big is it, Andrew? How big is that uh, wombat? I mean, that's got to be 80 pounds. It's the size of a uh, ottoman. Not an ottoman. Like, a, uh, what are the things that you put your feet on in front of a... Yeah, that's an ottoman. An ottoman. It is... It's bigger than an ottoman. It's giant, you yeah. guys. It's the size of a panda. Because you hear bat, so you think smaller. You could not hold a wombat with one hand. You need... It's a, a tiny grizzly bear. They're gigantic. <laughs> I know, there's, That's such a beautiful story, though. Isn't that, that they, so cute? That, that they, they help... Like, I just imagined them all down there in their little hole and being like, hey, man, thanks thanks for helping me out. I couldn't bury this myself. He's like, no problem, you duck. Like, thanks. It reminds me of the, of the, the llama, the, and the the llama and the hedgehog. Like, imagine if the hedgehog was like, hey, llama, come on down. It's cool. You'll like my friends. If this picture is maybe just a gigantic wombat and maybe if they're not actually that big. Like, <laughs> like that's the biggest wombat on earth. Yeah, like maybe it's one of those squashes that people grow for state fairs. What are they? Okay, they their length is three and a half feet. Dude, these things are huge. <laughs> 70 up to 77 pounds. Oh, I was right on. I said Dude, that pounds. is huge. They're so big. What is their deal? They're like little bears. What do they eat? Grass, I mean, look then? at that. That's I think wombats are my new favorite animal. What's your favorite animal? I mean, I think a wombat now. I'm not kidding you. Everyone's new favorite animal should be a wombat. I might get a um Oh, look at they look like pigs, kind of. They have like Aww. a pig snout. Yeah, that was one I just showed him. Oh, dude, they're so cute. I love wombats. I I, like I'm going to research them. Animals now. What, are, what are your favorite animals? No, I mean, uh, growing too. up. Yeah, like what, what animals? Well, there's a different kind of animal. There's like an animal I respect and admire from, from afar, and then an animal I'd like to like play with and like roll around with. Like what's the one that uh, you're just like, if I could see it in the wild and like interact with it, what would be I mean, favorite? when I was a kid, the white tiger, for some reason, mm -hmm. really like I was obsessed with. Really? Yeah. Obsessed with? Yeah. Yeah. I just loved it. And I loved the killer whale. Yeah. When I was a kid. And then I love a sloth. Yes. On the opposite end of a spectrum. I just love something that's just chill as fuck. Yeah. That just shits every, once every two weeks. I love weeks. that slo sloths have moss growing on them because they move so slow. Yeah. That is so cool to me. <laughs> um, and I love when a sloth is getting across the road and just like. Did you ever see oh, that sloth video? They always look like in the desert. Where he has to swim across the water because he hears a mating call. And he goes and he goes on this long voyage and he gets there and the girl already has another sloth there. No! Yeah, and it's like a guy, like, it would be like if me traveling by foot to, Cal to back to New sloth. York. Yeah. Um, okay, I just got a what Raya. Your favorite I just got a Raya notification. Oh. Um, and I talked to you about it before that I matched with someone on Raya today that I was, like, excited. Oh, like, yeah. Uh, so I just got a notification. Will you just see who it was and what's going on? Yeah. Wait. Oh, no, looked. nothing. Nothing. Look. Nothing happened. Oh, someone wrote to me. A guy that I matched with before wrote to me. When will you be back in New York? Oh, I thought it was going to be the new guy I matched with. It's just an old match that I was ignoring already. And the answer is never. I don't think I'll be back in New York for so long. That was My like favorite the sloth. animal The is... sloth was expecting something else. I know. Uh, you're a well, sloth. Well, maybe you'll write to me. Um, <laughs> I, uh, my favorite animal is a whale, but specifically... Which whale? Um, the whale shark, which is actually not a whale. It is a fish. It's a giant fish. And I got to swim with them in Cabo and they're gentle and they're gigantic and they're just so sweet and soft. And I got to, yeah, swimming with them in Cabo like made me cry. It was so amazing. Why but now wombats. Called, can I ask a question? Why is it called a, a whale? Sh like, was it, did people think it was a whale at first? Because it looks like a whale, but it is a shark, but it's not a shark <laughs> that will like hurt you. And sharks are fish, fishes. No, I know. But don't you think, it's just funny that they put two creatures together. Yeah. It's, I mean, 
I, I guess the seahorse. Whale sharks are just beautiful, and that they're just. So you swam with it? Were you oh afraid God. at all? No, no, because I know so much about them. I've literally been obsessed with them since I was a kid. I used to get books from the library, and I wouldn't look at the book until I got home because I was like, I have to save it. It's like my. It's like coming or like eating. Like I have to earn to look at these whale sharks. I was so excited. And the blue whale, of course, is my favorite because it's just so big. And the, the biggest... sperm whale is pretty cool. Did you ever see a sperm whale's penis come out of water? Speaking of penises. No. It is insanity. Really? Can we pull it up for Nikki? This could be a last funny thing to Wait, watch. And I want to ask you about the Greenland shark, too. That's uh, also may be one of my favorite things. Okay, let me see the penis. Oh, my God. <laughs> Andrew, that's going to make a, a whale moan. No, wait, look at it coming out like that. Yeah, look the, at it. It like, comes out of the water. Oh, there's a guy holding one. It looks like he's holding a, a dead wombat. <laughs> that thing is huge. It looks like a carrot. It lo that looks like and a I don't carrot. even think that's the whole thing. That's a whale penis, a stuffed whale penis for $6,000. No, the one coming out, that one, that one. Yes, there you it go. It looks like a tongue. It looks like I a... I mean, that's wild. Okay, the Greenland shark. This is going to blow people's minds if you don't know this. How old do you think? Don't don't look it up. No, because I want you to guess. How old do you think uh, Greenland sharks? The the longest known lifespan of a vertebrate species is the Greenland shark, uh, and it's the largest extant species. I don't know what extant means. Um, how old do you think a sh uh, Greenland shark is can live up to? I know it's a lot. Okay, I'm gonna go with 750 years for an animal. It, uh, that doesn't a make million. <laughs> Like for an animal, like for a swimming animal that's swimming. Okay, right two hundred fifty years. Noah, I'll say thirty-five years. For a shark, it's the it's the oldest living animal. That's the animal on the face of the earth that <laughs> you lives made the fun longest. Of me. So we already oh. we're animals too. So that would uh, that would make it. They live longer than us. I'll give you that, and they live longer than Galapagos tortoises, which, which are around hundred and something. So, yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't hear that detail. Um, so it's the old. It's the oldest animal. Two thirty-five. Two, 200 to 500 years old. Wait, no, 300 to 500 years old is these things. Can you believe there is a creature swimming that is between 300 and 500 years old? That blew my mind. These things are old as fuck. They've been around longer than anything else on the planet that isn't a, tr I mean, think, I think trees and like fungi and microbials can live that long, but that's crazy. I mean, it's crazy that one was like born today. And then there's like, respect your elders, who's 455 years. Yes. He's like, yeah, I saw, I mean, what, what's 450 The fact that we could kill a Greenland shark is insane. So yeah. like we could hurt something that has been around that long. And, but I want to, I want to kill one so bad. Wait, what? Just Where's kidding. Well, I gotta Real go. <laughs> Bye guys. Oh my God. Cut. We'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome.
income. You deserve to treat yourself. So turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also make you feel totally in control? Enter Conair Girlbomb. They're like your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results. Made just for us. From the ultimate girl bomb grip to the professional grade blades, say goodbye to settling for less. With Conair Girl Bomb, you get the precision and power that used to only be exclusive to men's tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girl Bomb. Available at Walgreens. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. Five to six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. 